just checking in, seeing how you're doing today, and just seeing if you might want to take a little break, step away from the noise of the world for just a moment, and connect back with you. If so, let's take a deep breath in, and breathe out, and let it all settle. I'm your host, Michael Gallion, and this is Letting It Settle. Love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Now, before we begin, I just want to give you a nice little gentle reminder that as you get closer to the things that are meaningful and important to you, there's going to be a certain level of fear. And there will be times when that fear becomes overwhelming, and it's going to make you want to stop before you take the next step. But in doing so, you might be waiting around for a long time. So instead, I want you to practice being resilient in the face of fear. Recognizing that that fear is there, allowing for it to be there, and then making the conscious choice to take the next step in the face of that fear. It won't be easy. It's not going to feel good. But on the other side of that fear is something that really matters. The protective nature of the body and the links it will go to keep you safe has always fascinated me. A constant firing of signals and signs and warnings as you move throughout the day that exist to keep you safe and well. I like to think of our nervous systems as protective parents on a mission to save us from the world that we're living in, constantly scanning the playground and making sure that we don't fall from the monkey bars or scrape our knees or get our feelings hurt by the school bully. With each bump and bruise, it becomes more aware of the potential dangers, and leaps into action in anticipation of them. But just as an overprotective parent can often keep their child from growth opportunities and leave them ill-prepared for real-life situations, so too can our overprotective nervous systems, especially when it begins to sense a threat and push us into a space of fear. In moments of fear. Our bodies and minds begin to react in a way that aims to move us away from the perceived threat in the quickest way possible. It signals to us through the racing of the heart, sweating palms, the swirling thoughts that we should be prepared to take action, whatever that may be, even when the experience may actually bring us growth or opportunity. Because while fear may be fully justified in certain situations, oftentimes it's simply a reaction to a situation that's either too close to a past hardship or too close to an undesired future. Both ignoring the truth of the present moment. So, in those moments of fear, when you feel that overprotective parent start to yell at you to get off the slide before you hurt yourself. It's important to stop, 
to come back to the present and determine if that voice is worth listening to or if you should just say thank you for trying to protect me, but I want to take this opportunity. So often we're told that we need to crush fear, and we place this act of fearlessness on such a high pedestal, telling us that to be a self-actualized human means that we need to not allow fear to be present in our lives. And we place this heavy judgment on ourselves when we do feel fear. But the absence of fear in a situation that warrants a level of fear to be present isn't fearlessness, it's denial. There will always be a level of fear present for us, and by pretending that it doesn't exist and forcing our way through life, we're ignoring the beauty of our body's protective mechanism and bypassing learning experiences that can help us as we approach similar situations in the future. It's not that we want to be fearless, it's that we want to be resilient in the face of fear, and utilize it as a way to better understand ourselves and start to gain control over our initial responses to stressful situations. Learning to sit with fear and allow for it to be there gives us the ability to connect with ourselves and gain insights into how and why we react to the world around us. With that awareness, we gain the ability to choose how to move forward. And instead of blindly reacting based on past experiences, we're sitting in the face of fear and making the conscious choice to move through it, trusting that what's on the other side is worth the momentary discomfort of sitting with fear. But moving through fear isn't exactly a natural response. So it's going to take a few new tools to get you there. And today I want to share three different ways that you can start on this journey of facing fear and making the conscious choice that best serves you. So the first tool is to begin to cultivate mindful awareness in the face of fear. And I want to take you through a few steps on how to utilize this. And at the end of the episode, I'll lead you through a guided meditation that you can use as a tool in future moments of fear, allowing for you to tap into that mindful awareness. So the first step in cultivating mindful awareness is to allow for yourself to recognize and acknowledge your fear. So often we try to suppress or ignore our fears, leaning into that space of denial. But that only makes them more powerful. So instead, I want you to start to gently bring your awareness to the fear that you're experiencing. Just allow for it to be there, noting how it's showing up for you without trying to push it away or run from it. Just simply allowing for yourself to recognize and acknowledge that fear is present. No judgment, it's just there. And then once that awareness and acknowledgement that fear is present is there, you can move on to the next step, which is beginning to observe how that fear is showing up for you. 
How is it showing up in your body? How is it showing up in your thoughts? Are there any other emotions that are present at the same time as that fear? But specifically start to think about what are the thoughts that come up for you? Your mind may often create the worst case scenarios or irrational beliefs and start to recognize that these thoughts are just mental constructs and gently begin to draw the focus back to the present. So it's allowing for yourself to get curious about these thoughts, get curious about how the fear is showing up in your body, get curious about the emotions that are present, and then allowing for yourself to just come back to the present moment right here. And then once you start to have that awareness of thought, awareness of the body, awareness of emotions, and get really connected to being right here. The next step is to begin to identify the source of that fear. So often we experience fear without really knowing what it's attached to. But when we can really stop and tune into what is present underneath that fear, Is it related to a specific event? Is there a past event that this is reminding us of? Is this an imagined future scenario that we're afraid of? Just really starting to look at what is the root cause of this fear, and it can help us to begin to address it more effectively. And then once you've identified the source, the next step is to begin to tap into that space of acceptance and non-judgment, practicing self-compassion and self-acceptance, and understand that fear is a natural human response to perceived threats and uncertainties. So really tap into that, that empathy that we talked about in the last episode and extend that to yourself, feeling into that sense of self-compassion, avoiding self-judgment, and just remembering that the feeling of fear does not make you weak or inadequate. It makes you human. So when you can sit in the space of non-judgment and accept the feelings that are present for you, then you can begin to tap into that calm kit, take out some of those mindfulness exercises, and begin to really ground yourself back into the present moment. So using tools like breathing techniques or a body scan or grounding exercises can allow for you to stay present in this moment and just allow for the fear to be present with you in that moment without it taking you too far into the future or dragging you into the past. The goal here is to begin to calm the nervous system and bring your attention back to the present moment. And so with this full awareness of fear and how it's showing up in your body with this acceptance and non-judgment and staying grounded with a calm nervous system in the present moment, the next step is to begin to identify the options that you do have. First, carefully identifying what those impulses to action are asking yourself, what is the body and mind telling you needs to happen in order to be safe? 
What is that impulse? And then begin to recognize that that impulse is just an option. It's not a necessity. And starting to look further and deciding what are other choices that may be present for you. And then looking at all of these choices and deciding which of these most aligns with what you want for your life. And from that calm and centered space, allow for yourself to make the conscious choice that best serves you in the moment and will lead you towards where you ultimately want to be. As someone who creates content on social media, one of the things that I unfortunately have to deal with is scammers, bad characters taking my personal information and using it to take advantage of unsuspecting people. And sadly, it doesn't always stop with a simple fake social media account using my photos and videos. A while ago, I found out that my phone number and home address were being used as a part of the scheme, and that scammers had readily found and bought that information from public sites that used data brokers to collect private information from apps and websites that I had used. There are hundreds of data brokers out there who possess your personal information and are selling it to companies who can place it online for anyone to buy, leaving you open to potential stalking, being added to robocall lists, or even having your social security numbers being used to take out loans in your name. We have the right to request that our information be taken down by contacting the data brokers, but because of the wide reach, it would take years to contact them all. Luckily, there are solutions to fast-track the process, and Incogni is one of the best out there. Incogni reaches out to data brokers on your behalf, requests your personal data removal, and deals with any objections from their side. They also make sure your data stays off the market by conducting repeated, ongoing removal. And the process is automated. Signing up is easy. You just create an account, grant them the right to work with you, and then you can relax while Incogni handles the rest and keeps you updated on their progress every step of the way. So, make sure to take good care of yourself. And if you're needing extra protection, head over to incogni.com, that's I-N-C-O-G-N-I dot com, and use code SETTLE to receive 60% off your annual subscription. Another great tool to reach for during moments of fear is visualization. Allowing for yourself to play out scenarios, both positive and negative, in order to give you more of a balanced perspective on the options that are present for you. Visualization is a powerful technique that allows for you to create mental images of possible outcomes and experiences. When we use this to address fear, it can be a transformative tool for building confidence, reducing anxiety, and preparing yourself to face these challenging situations. So let's walk through a few steps on how to utilize visualizations as a way to move you through fear. So the first step is to begin to clearly define the fear that you want to address. Is it a fear of public speaking? Is it a fear of social interactions? Is it a fear of failure? Is it a fear of the unknown? Clearly defining what is it that you are actually afraid of in this moment. And with that present for you, with the knowledge of what you are afraid of, start to find a quiet space. 
just a nice comfortable space where you will not be interrupted. Maybe it's a room in your house, maybe it's a peaceful setting outside, but it's any place that you can just relax and focus away from the external stimuli that cannot so often be around you and add to the feelings of anxiety around the fear. And then from here, start to calm the body. So reaching for some of those calming techniques and working with that deep inhale through the nose and then the exhale through the mouth and just finding that relaxed state. So that space where you can just be at peace and at home with your thoughts. And from this calm space, begin to close your eyes and begin to imagine whatever that fear is, a situation in which that fear would present itself. And really try to make this mental image as vivid and as detailed as possible. So creating a space of safety for you to just play, knowing that you're just allowing for yourself to play with the imagery in different scenarios and situations. Really make this vivid and begin to visualize the environment, the people, even the emotions that are associated with the fear. Just really start to see yourself in the midst of the situation, almost like watching yourself in a movie. And then as you visualize the situation, start to allow for that fear to be present. Start to acknowledge the emotions that arise and don't try and suppress them. This step is all about acknowledging and confronting fear head on within the safety of this safe space within your mind. And so as you feel into that fear in this visualization of the experience, then I want you to begin to start to shift to a positive outcome. So start to visualize yourself handling the situation in a way that might be different than what you're fearing. So if the fear is failure, and that is coming up for you and you're experiencing all of those feelings of what would happen if you failed, begin to imagine yourself in a space of success, imagining yourself succeeding beyond your wildest dreams. Imagining how calm you would feel, how confident, how in control you would feel. Just allow for yourself to play with this, knowing that there's no more truth to that fear of failure than there is to that joy of success. You're just playing with your visualization and imagination. And then from there, just as you did with that feeling of fear, begin to tap into the emotions that are present with this positive emotion and this positive experience. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What do you smell? And what are the taste? Just really put yourself in this successful scenario. The more sensory details you can have and include, the more realistic and powerful this visualization can be. And then just bring yourself back to the present moment. 
just coming back to right here, right now, and feeling into what both of those felt like, what it felt like to live in the fear, and what it felt like to be in the total opposite of that. And just allow for yourself to, from that space, decide which is a better outcome for you. Which do you want to lead with? And then the final tool is simple but effective. That's one of my favorites. It's simply opening yourself up to a space of gratitude in the midst of fear. Gratitude is a transformative emotion that can help you move through fear by shifting your focus from what you lack to what you have. It encourages positive thinking, reduces anxiety, and it helps you to foster that resilience. And the best place to start is by tapping into gratitude for that protective mechanism that is causing the fear. Thanking your body for its signals, for the beating of your heart, for the sweating of your palms, for that heightened sense of alert. By expressing gratitude, you can actually begin to recognize your ability to hold more than one emotion at one time. Fear can so often overtake and hijack your ability to feel into anything else, but the simple extension of gratitude in the face of fear can help you begin to settle into a space where you can recapture awareness of the complexities of life and again, create choice for how to move forward. So lean into that gratitude, feel into what it feels like to hold fear and gratitude at the same time. We'll end today with an exploration of mindful awareness in response to fear. And just as a reminder, as we move into the meditation, to make sure to stay alert and aware if you're listening in the car or anywhere where you need to stay mindful of your surroundings. We'll begin by just settling into the moment, connecting to the breath, just breathing in and breathing out, and just giving yourself permission to let everything settle, just everything drop, feeling into the cushion beneath you, feeling the upper body just have a gentle sway. And if it feels right and safe to do so, just go ahead and flutter your eyes shut. And from the space of stillness, just start to connect with the present moment just right here, feeling into your body, feeling into your breath. And then start to connect to the heart. If it's helpful, you can bring a hand and place it there. Just allow for yourself to become aware 
of the emotional experience that's present for you. Feeling into any of the emotions that are present. And within those emotions, beginning to connect with that space of fear. Just leaning into it. Allowing for it to be there. And just noting how it's showing up in your body. In connection to this fear, and just connect to the breath and start to become aware if it's changing the breath in any way. Do you feel it becoming shallow or labored? And then recognize that fear within the body. Just noting if there's anywhere that feels tense or tight, anywhere that's holding on to that fear. connect to the emotional experience of fear, the physical experience of fear. Just allow for it to be there, not needing to fix it or change it, but just recognizing it, acknowledging it. And then allow for your mind to begin to wander. In the face of this fear, Begin to connect with what thoughts are present. Is the mind creating a worst case scenario? Are there any fearful thoughts? What are the warnings that you're thinking of? What feels unsafe or scary? For the next few moments, just allow for the mind to wander wherever it needs to, recognizing the safety of the moment, but giving yourself permission to just lean into those thoughts. begin to just note the awareness of those thoughts, almost as if stepping outside of yourself and watching them. And begin to just recognize them as just that, simple thoughts, constructs of the mind, and just allow for those to drop. And as those thoughts begin to settle into the ground beneath you, begin to redirect the attention back to the body, to the breath, not needing to hold on to those thoughts. And with the stillness of the mind and the stillness of the body, 
begin to connect to the fear and just asking yourself, where is this coming from? What is the source of this fear? Is there a fear that something that happened in your past might happen again? Is there a fear that something that you don't want in your future might happen? Is there a fear of something that is present in this moment right now? Just giving yourself permission to really connect with the source of this fear. Identifying where it's coming from. And as that source becomes clearer, just give yourself permission to let it be present. And start to lean into self-compassion, acceptance, not needing to push this fear away, not needing to judge yourself for having this fear, but just allow for yourself to nurture yourself in the face of this fear, knowing this is perfectly normal, perfectly okay, that you are human, having a human reaction. And as that self-acceptance and compassion starts to wash over your body, start to ground back into this present moment, connecting to the breath, connecting to the body, connecting your senses Scanning the room for what you can hear, what you can smell, taste, touch. Allowing for that fear to be present, but also settling fully into the moment. Just connected to the here and now. And just let everything drop. Settling into a moment of stillness. And then from this space, allow for that fear to gently rest on you. And start to identify what is that impulse to action in the face of fear? What is your body, what is your mind telling you needs to happen in order for you to be safe? What is that impulse? 
Maybe it's to run. Maybe it's to fight. Maybe it's to do nothing, to stay still. And then just place that aside and start to become aware of other options in the face of fear. Besides that impulse, what is possible? What is a step forward? A step through this fear? What are other actions that could take place? Just playing with this creation, allowing for yourself to invent options. And as these options become clear, start to connect with what it is that you want in your life. What is important to you? What is meaningful? As you look through those options, just start to see which one aligns with that vision that you have for your life. Which one will lead you there? Which one will keep you far from it? And in this moment, just create a conscious choice about what is the best next step. It's not the final step, just the next step. And just commit to, in the face of this fear, the next step. And with the clarity of that choice made, start to become aware of everything around you, settling deeper into this moment. And when it feels right, you can flutter your eyes open, taking the space around you. holding on to everything that you just experienced and knowing that you can take with you those choices and just take the best next step. We'll end as we began, taking a deep breath in and breathe out and let it all settle. Go take care of yourself. Oh, and it's always helpful, if you want, to rate, review, and subscribe to Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, wherever you get your podcasts. And go ahead and follow me and the show on TikTok at CoachMichael1. 
and Instagram, michael.gallion. And I will see you next week. And also, just a reminder that I'm a huge proponent of taking charge of your mental health. And that means seeking advice from professional therapists, counselors, psychologists, physicians, and other qualified professionals. My teachings are meant to help you find a space of calm amidst the storm, but if you're experiencing ongoing mental health challenges, I want you to make sure that you seek help from a licensed professional. And remember that nothing that's said within this podcast should be seen as a substitute for their advice. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is executive produced by Michael Gallion, Steve Wilson, David Henning, and Shen Yin Hu. Hosted by Michael Gallion. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson. Edited by Sarah Ma. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is a Q-Code production. Get ready for Tangents with Tyler and Todd, a brand new podcast that will be the newest addition to your weekly routine. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Todd, and we're your hosts, ready to dive in headfirst as we explore life's biggest questions. We were kind of caught up in other people's goals of what's normal. And not for a moment did we let up the gas enough to think, what do we want? While giving ourselves permission to go completely off the rails. I don't think that... Dildo is, you can make it an adjective. Dildoine? Yeah. Did I do that or did they? It's giving comedy show with a sprinkle of soul searching on top. Premiering October 18th, Tangents with Tyler and Todd is your new go-to podcast that will make you laugh, cry, and question everything. With new episodes every Wednesday, get ready to laugh, learn, and grow with us every week. Tangents is coming and you won't want to miss this. Mark your calendars for October 18th and subscribe to Tangents with Tyler and Todd wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Doug Bobst, host of the Adversity Advantage. Join us as we explore inspiring stories of individuals who've conquered adversity and turned it into triumph. But we're more than just stories. We bring you insights from experts in neuroscience, mental health, and wellness. Our goal is to share firsthand accounts of overcoming addiction, personal transformation, and making adversity work for you. What sets us apart? It's simple. We don't just share journeys. We provide actionable lessons for your life. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts and start turning your trials into triumphs with the Adversity Advantage today. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.